Hey students, welcome to episode 11 of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzaroni, and my guest this week is my classmate, Andy Ogle, from the Cyan Cohort. We talk about zombie movies, Mike Birbiglia, and how all the good stuff just seems to get canceled. On with the show. Why Harold Ramis Film School? Why Harold Ramis Film School? Uh, I don't even remember how I heard about it, but I was... Uh, just perusing the website, and I was like, all these greats went there, and they had so many people on the advisory board, and I'm just like, you know, I like, I like comedy, and you know, I went to school for psychology, but I didn't get the chance to really go into filmmaking stuff, and I, I was thinking about this, and I was like, I think this is what I want to do. I Where'd wanna, you go to school? I went to NIU, Northern okay. Illinois University. So nice. Pretty nice school. Yeah. Do you like partying, Tony? Because <laughs> it's a party school. So, I don't know if it's a party school itself. I went to parties. They were nice. <laughs> no complaints. But, that, but you didn't do anything there that related to like film or comedy or anything like that. Not comedy. I wish I had like performed more. I'd thought about investing, but like there was a bunch of like different film classes you could take there, mm-hmm. and I took those just for fun because I liked it. I didn't figure anything would come of it, but. Um, then they had something called a certificate of film and television studies. Yeah. And I was one class away from that. So I was like, ooh, which I assume a uh, certificate of film and television studies means is that they did not have a minor or major for film. <laughs> so they half had something together that wasn't quite accredited. Have have <laughs> a nice certificate. I love it more than my <laughs> diploma, honestly. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. nice. It was the first, you know, it's the first thing that, you know, proved to myself this is what I like to do. And learn about and stuff and yeah, you know, so they really so cool. they were actually like production classes or were they like <laughs> film history? They and they you know they have communications. Yeah, uh, I didn't take any of that. I was taking all the you know theoretical writing, mm-hmm. documentaries and stuff. Uh, a lot of English classes too. I'm an English minor too, so mm-hmm. you like all my mediocre all uh, your minors and accolades. I'm I'm bragging about <laughs> very impressive English minor. No, but uh. It was just all this cool stuff being thrown at you, and I didn't even, you know, know about this stuff until too late. Because I've liked writing for, um, you know, probably in the last like eight years mm-hmm. or so. But have you, what have you written? Like, is it all short stories, or have you done tried doing scripts and stuff like that too? <laughs> you know what it was is I tried writing um some short stories, but I I couldn't get into the language, and so one day I felt lazy and started writing in a play format. Okay. And I turned to screenplays because I thought that was easier, which, you know, <laughs> more or less. But the, the best thing anyone ever starts with was a zombie story. <laughs> you know, age 20, here I am, hot shit. Be like, no one's done the zombies before. You know, this is this is the number one. <laughs> what was your zombie thing. story? Oh, God, it was so bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. What was your twist? Because every time I hear something about a zombie story, everybody's got some like twist. Like twist. How it's delivered, like how it's mm. tra- transmitted from person to person, how it starts, how it ends. Like there's always some unique twists on, I find from every zombie movie. It's like in this one, mm. zombies only happen when you were a Christian. Like they'll talk <laughs> crap like that. <laughs> like what, what was your zombie twist? <clears throat> uh, mine wasn't. Especially original. There's a lot of stuff I go back and I'm like, that wasn't original. Uh, 
That mine was it was a chemical attack. Okay. By the Russians. <laughs> That's the original part. Okay. Got yeah. It. And got then it. they got and somehow these four survivors made it and uh, more. It was like relatively short. I thought thirty pages was a big deal back in the day, and I'm like. This this is great, you know. And then you hear it like, oh, well, you know, it's supposed to be 120 pages and not awful either. I don't know about 120. That's a that's it's usually like a minute a page, so that that would be like a two hour movie. So if yeah, you're trying to make like, like, I shoot for like 90 to 120. There okay. was one thing I had that was like 200, and I was I read through it, and I'm like, this is garbage. <laughs> did you were you so just bad. one that you would start at the beginning and just roll through it, or did you outline oh, and then no. work from that? Uh, outline, you know, most of the um outlining process is not on paper i feel like i would finish more things if they were outlined but th- it's when i'm writing stuff it just comes you know i'm like oh you know what i just figured out what happens right in the middle yeah this is the client oh i just realized the climax and that's how it ends i find the easiest first thing that always comes to me is the ending yeah i always know how my stuff's gonna end it's just trying to backpedal is probably not the greatest form of yeah. writing but uh that's what I like to do. But I mean, you, that's the whole reiterative process. That's what they're trying to work through us now. Of, of like, you don't just start something and you're not finished after the first pass by any means. You're mm. you're you get to the end of the first pass and that's when you start back and you go through and you're going to do that 15 to 20 times at least before you have something that's going to be you know solid and ready to roll. More like 25 or 30. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever. Scra- I should scrap the whole scene. I've pr- re- probably rewritten. At least in one of my screenplays, I've had to rewrite it. Like <laughs> every scene, I'll be like, eh, "I don't like that piece of dialogue," and you tear it apart. <laughs> I don't. I've gotten to feature length before, but there's never been anything where I was like, "I don't." <laughs> I'm ready to put this out. It's always been like, eh, "Let's take another the drawer." <laughs> yeah, let's go right back to the climax. Yeah, see, I always had problem like getting to that feature length point. Like mm. I, I had outlines. I could get outlines. I I knew what story I wanted to tell, but. Yeah. I just I get lost in the minutiae trying to go mm. down into each of those scenes and I try and overtell or or I completely miss the boat and completely undertell the scene and mm. then it doesn't actually play a role in the rest of the film. It's just mm. there to be there. It kind of sounds like we have opposite problems. Cause yeah. I, yeah. Cause we I, should I've, work together on there. Things. We <laughs> go screenplay together. No. Uh, well, maybe. But the the idea of because that's what how I think of it is just how the scenes go. And, you know, that can be hard to finish things then. But mm-hmm. I just think um, I trust the characters. I know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put them in a room, give them a situation and see where it goes from there. Yeah. It, yeah. it just, you know, I hate sitting down and writing, but I love writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so so you did some writing in college. And but when so you, you only made this, the move to comedy when you came to, sec- to Second City. Correct. You weren't I- really doing much comedy wise before then. No, not really. Um, Because I've always liked, I've said to my, you know, friends and family and all over, they know humor is my greatest love, but I never really thought about it in that sense. Yeah. But it just wasn't a focus. It was just something that was always kind of around other things. Yeah. Because, you know, it's because, you know, there's always going to be disagreements, but uh, I think comedy is the hardest thing, at least for me, to write in terms of being happy with every joke that gets dished out because mm-hmm. you know, I'm always, I find it's the one I always strive to improve more. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it's just something I wanted to test myself on and push myself. And I don't know, it's been a hell of a time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Cheers. This, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
This is delicious. Trying a, a Revolution IPA? Yes. It's got grenades? No. These are... Uh, I think those are hops. Hops. That's supposed to be hops falling from the well, sky. There appears to parachutes. be there appears to be military garb on him. So abnormally I assume, large hops. <laughs> I assume there's a story to this. So, uh, so what was your what was your comedic influences coming into this? Who 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 did you follow? Who are the you know performers, uh, comedians, mm. actors that you really liked? trying to think about actors but i'll just throw out some stand-ups uh i like mike berbiglia mm. he's got some good films too he's come up before on here on, on, the, on the podcast on the pot <laughs> this podcast yeah, yeah people have talked about mike berbiglia oh on the okay Not, <laughs> like, he hasn't been I thought on you the podcast said, no you're like motherfucking no. mike berbiglia was on your goddamn <laughs> no one no, told me that has not happened yet but no we'll see oh uh, he's great have you ever seen um his movie He's got two. Sleepwalk with me, and, and then the other one was. Uh, Don't think twice. I actually own. It's on. Don't my, think. It's, yeah. It's on my on my iTunes it's library. Such a great movie. So, yeah, it's so well done, and and it's mm-hmm. very. That's another one of those ones that when you know the world that the movie is based on, it means mm-hmm. that much more to you. But if even yeah. if you don't know that world, it's still mm-hmm. a good movie. Yeah, I mean, if it were a year ago, I wouldn't have like gotten half of what I wanted out of it mm-hmm. in terms of improv and the Second City references and stuff. Yeah, it's just so. It's so lovely. Well, when they were shooting it in New York, I was living in D.C., and they mm-hmm. actually sent out uh, like requests to all the regional improv theaters in like the Northeast, mm-hmm. and were trying to get people to come up. So those performance scenes, mm-hmm. everybody that's in the audience for those are improvisers from around like the Northeast U.S. that drove in, into New York and then spent a whole day there while they improv these scenes and recorded them filmed. Huh. But they wanted actual improvisers yeah. in the audience. So there's a few people that... Um, are like friends of friends that have, that I can point out in there, or mm. uh, or act or people that are improvisers in New York that I've like seen perform and stuff like that. Like yeah. the the improv class that they teach uh, mm. that she's teaching and and uh, um, is the the one like um, oh, what's the joke where they go around the room and say, all right everybody say something that they something uh, about uh, about Connor and they go around the room and it comes back to him and he goes this game makes me feel really, feel really bad about myself <laughs> uh, and uh, and that that. He, that's Connor Ratliff, who is mm. uh, one of my favorite improvisers. The guy is hysterical, but he's really? just kind of like an extra character in that one. So, <laughs> 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 but at any rate, at will no, they were <laughs> escaping into the bathroom. <laughs> escaping. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah. Uh, so there's, you know, the, his movies are amazing. Um, uh, who else? What? What? Uh, any stand-ups or anything like that that you're really into? Uh, well, Berbiglia is one of them, but yeah, one one of them was Berbiglia. Uh, you know, I I like Dave Chappelle too. There was, I I watched his you know his more recent ones, and I think those have been polarizing. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, but you know, on Netflix. Yeah, you know, but I mean, <laughs> he's a stand-up comic. He has to you know push well, it every now and then. Yeah, especially with Chappelle's show. I mean, it, his yeah. the whole show basis mm. was pushing buttons, and yeah, seeing where yeah. they could go with that. But it, it's just something about. I don't know. If I if I say it's his philosophy, that's every stand up comedian. It's part of the reason you like the persona. So I won't say that, but uh, it's just that confidence that he has. Yeah, I really admire that. That's it's very interesting. Uh, Mark Marin, mm-hmm. he has his own podcast. WTF so. podcast. Yeah, that yeah. Was one of my inspirations in setting this one up. Yeah, and just trying to go. 
Or right. the style, just the conversational well, style. You went in the right direction. Well, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but for, well, I've gone to, well, not gone to. Uh, I've listened to a couple of his podcasts, but I like to show Marin mm-hmm. and uh, watched one of his stand-ups on Netflix. But just the fact that you can be interesting and be sitting on a stool for like yeah. 60 to 90 minutes or whatever it is, is just always fascinating. Just hearing mostly stories. Yeah. Uh, which I, did I just name drop? No, that was Tom Segura. It's another comedic. I think that's the name of one of his standups. Yeah. Is mostly stories or? Oh yeah, it might be it's someone's. I see. I need to know Tom Segura because I own a one of the bikes T-shirts from his website because mm-hmm. I saw it somewhere and I was like, oh, I want that shirt. And now people walk up and be like, Tom Segura. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know the bit that it's actually from. <laughs> well, if you have Netflix, check him out too. He, I like him. Jim Gaffigan's like the only one I've actually seen in person. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, I, gotten out enough. I got to get out more. I got to see Lewis Black. I think he was the last stand up that I saw. Um, oh, cool! Which was which was really good. But yeah, I'm mm. same boat. I I don't get to. I I didn't see a lot of big name comedians. I've mm. I've seen uh, a lot of you know smaller acts, local mm. acts, gone to open mic nights because I had friends that were performing in in those. But mm. uh, yeah, the the bigger acts. Um, I don't know. I just I, I always waited for the special because they're mm. usually when they, when you go see them in a club or something like that, they're prepping material yeah. for the actual special. So it's never mm. going to be quite as good as the special itself. Mm. But uh, but it gets a lot better when you go for the for the actual big show. Absolutely, and they know what jokes to cut and stuff. Right. So. Yeah, they've narrowed it down to ju- to just the stuff that actually kills. Mm, <laughs> but uh, so what what stuff are you working on now here? Uh, well, I'm working on a feature. Uh, it's been. <laughs> Well, kind of cheating on it because I've been working on it for so long. It's got so many pages and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, other than that, I'm enjoying writing sketches. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd like doing that because, you know, I'm more about the long form, whether it's writing a movie or some sort of series or mm-hmm. something. But just writing, the you know, a couple of pages and get a few jokes in there. It just feels real uh, relaxing. Yeah. I don't know, just getting that thing out of there and seeing people actually act them out is always cool. Yeah. Have you, know. you shot any of them yet? Uh, have I shot any of them? No. No. I should have probably by now. You could. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely could. I I'll dish I'll 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 pull out some of them. Yeah. I'll have to, you know, ask around and stuff because I I want to. I've seen them, you know, perform because we've had classes and stuff where mm-hmm. I've asked, you know, someone to read through it and stuff and it's you know, you, you feel that um, that feeling in your chest, man. That sense but of pride. Not, that sense of pride, that sort <laughs> of thing. Sip a beer. That moment where uh, uh, where you get to actually hear your stuff come out of somebody else's mouth and hope that it's slightly normal sounding as opposed to just <laughs> complete alien. Yeah, usually it's... When I work about that, I'm okay with dialogue, but sometimes I worry the scene itself isn't going to work, that mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, they're talking to each other. I'm like, wait, this doesn't make any <laughs> this doesn't make any sense from the beginning of the, you know, the scene two pages earlier. Yeah. It completely contradicts itself. So whenever I write, I'm always marking, like, a bunch of comments on things and be like, continuity, Remember continuity, timeline, back. continuity. And then I just never, you know, fucking go through any of them. So. <laughs> That's how you don't complete a screenplay. I'm going to write a book on that, how not to finish a screenplay. Yeah. That that's actually a that would be a good one. Uh there's a book from um two of the guys from uh the state that they wrote about how to uh, how to write movies for fun and profit. 
Uh, it's from uh, oh, yeah. Tom Lennon and I'm blanking on the other guy's name. Uh, but uh, mm. but they, they 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 are Hollywood writers and write mm. a ton of movies and things like that and and mm. script doctoring. Uh, but they they lay out this book of exactly mm. how to write this stuff and make sure that's actually marketable. Yeah, well, um, which is an interesting take on it to to uh, think about not just making it for the artistic sake, but mm. actually focusing on all right, what is actually going to sell? Yeah, which is a a different thought process nowadays. Yeah, it is. You know, I I kind of uh, balance. Actually, Scott Dickers came in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you weren't there for that, but he did bring up that book. So that sounds like two recommendations. Yeah. Go check that out. Have you ever heard of Story by Robert McKee? Mm-mm. It's a great book about screenwriting. It's all about, you know, crafting the story. Yeah. If you get the connection of that. But uh, it's a very it's, light connection. <laughs> it's it's where I learned, you know, a lot about what I liked in screenwriting, you know, just learning about the arcs and the inciting incidents and just alternate ways to write dialogue that mm-hmm. th- that's one of my if there's any screenwriters out there please check out story by robert mckee mm-hmm. or my forthcoming book how not to write a screenplay by andy ogle <laughs> We're coming out on penguin publishing no penguin i don't know pu- <laughs> it'll be self-published on my blog <laughs> what are you trying to do after after this program what's Ooh. what would be your your dream next step job a scary question I don't know. Well, you're gonna have to know the answer to it because we've got our meetings with Lynn coming up in about a month from now, probably. A month? That's thirty days. Yeah. I'll I'll think I'll think about something. You know, the interesting thing about being more into the production and stuff and learning about all this stuff is I've really, because everyone's got big dreams. You know, I'm a I'm a little I'm a little shy to admit it, but you know, I'd I'd love to be the you know the writer director and be making his own films. But the more I, we go into production, I'm learning about stuff. I'm, I feel in my heart that I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the thing that I've looked forward to you know, every now and then, or come up with an idea and it feels so brilliant. Just, you know, getting that stuff out on the page. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, looking into some sort of writing job, you know, learning everything though mm-hmm. is what I like to do. But any specific stuff out there now that you'd want to go work on? Ooh, work on any TV shows or uh, specific directors that you'd want to go try and oh, work with. All my TV shows are canceled. <laughs> oh, really? Like what? Uh, community. You like Community? Yeah, I love Community. Community is oh. easily my my in my top five, probably number one comedy all time. No, I I just rewatched through it. You know month or two back and it was just uh i don't know those characters are always stick with you dan Harmon's such a great writer that uh no the sad well, part is that he knows it yeah <laughs> you know and then you know you get a big mouth and then you get fired off your own show and then and then, and then back. hired back <laughs> that's still the craziest thing <laughs> they, they screwed up the show so much he got hired back <laughs> is, was that something to do with chevy did they choose him, or did they use Chevy over him? Uh, Chevy no, Chase. I don't think it was that they chose Chevy over him. I think it it was that was the straw that broke the camel's back. He was, mm. I mean, there's there's been other stuff that's come out since then about what he was like to work for, and and mm. yeah, Dan Harmon or Chevy Chase? Jan, Dan Harmon. Chevy um, Chase is notoriously just a pain in the ass to work with. Yeah. Um. And so, and but the the, the you know the saying goes, Chevy's Chevy. 
Like mm. the, no, nobody ever really calls him out on it. It's like, ah, Chevy's Chevy. Like you know what's happening. Like you know the man. <laughs> well, they had that uh, the uh, f- uh, futile and stupid gesture, uh, and Joel McHale played Chevy Chase. I didn't mean that. to check that out. It's 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 the perfect casting because it's somebody that was around him on a mm. regular basis that could look the part because he's tall and you know skinny and can mm. play the role. But yeah, uh, it was it was brilliant casting mm. on that on that part, and he. But it's funny to watch Joel McHale try and do Chevy Chase, and he can do an okay impression of his voice. But mm. then when like the Pratt falls and stuff like that, mm. Chevy's just so good at that. Yeah, he, you know he 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 looks like he's trying to trying to fake fall, yeah. as opposed to <laughs> Chevy actually looks like he fell. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Do you remember? Comedy uh, falls on the uh, he trips on a drum set when Britta's hypnotized. <laughs> Which is something yeah. I just I always I, I sometimes I think back to that scene and I'm like you know that was pretty good uh, wait no he's an old man maybe that was a stunt double no I don't think so I don't know maybe yeah he's, eh. I mean he's he's good enough he probably could have gotten away with it I, I'd have to go back and watch it and see if it looks like a, a stunt double I feel like um, I would have noticed because I'm usually pretty picky about that stuff but eh what else got canceled what is, so Community I liked Love the TV show have you heard of that I didn't get canceled though. That was that just finished it just, its run. Just finished. Oh well, after you know, three seasons or something. Yeah, or whatever. I think it's Paul Rust uh, uh, had gotten offers to go do something else. Uh, probably well, good for him. Yeah. You know, Gillian Jacobs, obviously, oh, two TV shows in a row with her on it. She'll do her own thing. And we talked about Don't Think Twice, which she was also in. So oh, you're just, that's a good point. You're just I'm following obs- Gillian I'm obsessed Jacobs with her. She's your favorite. Obsessed with her. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I liked love. You know, it's Judd Apatow. You know, you know, love him, hate him, whatever you want to do. But I just think he's got that. For the most part, he knows how to direct improv, and he knows mm-hmm. how to like. I'm sure Paul Rust was on the uh, screenplay too. But just, I'm obsessed with the dialogue for mm-hmm. a lot of things. I think that's the most interesting. That even if you're talking about something super boring and mm-hmm. you know shitty, as long as you keep it fun and lightning between the characters, you know. Mm-hmm. It's magic. Yeah, he's. I think the the toughest thing for for me for Apatow is that he's great producing other people's stuff because he does know how to make things better, mm. but he also doesn't know when to hold back. Yeah, like because like this is forty. I think is thirty minutes away from being a great movie, but <laughs> it's thirty minutes in the wrong direction. It's thirty minutes too long. Like oh. so somebody went back and and mm. cropped it down to. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, to a shorter film, I think it could be really a really great movie. But yeah. it just there's so many scenes, and it's not even necessarily that it, it needs to cut scenes. There's probably a couple that they could cut, but they just need to cut scenes down. Like yeah. they just go for so long in them. But mm. so many of them are amazing. Yeah. Um, well, it's I I you know one of our classmates said the, um, that too. But it's so hard to cut down an improv because you know mm-hmm. something can make you laugh, and that's why you keep rolling. But right. you have to include. Sometimes all of it, because it can change the scene. Oh, my God. I'm a cough. Hold on. <coughs> and he uh, coughs up a lung. I have the plague. <laughs> I have no apologies. Don't give me the plague. Mm. <laughs> You'll be fine. Have you watched, uh, like, Rick and Morty? Oh, yeah. I love Rick and Morty. You know, it was so one of those. That's not canceled. That is, that, there that is still going Oh, strong. no. I liked it. That means it's canceled. <laughs> no. <laughs> no i don't think rick and morty is in any danger of getting canceled anytime no. soon that's kind of like a cash cow for uh for adult swim at this point in time yeah you know it was so popular and I, i'm a big imdb guy i'm checking on there to see it's like you know one of the top 10 
TV series on there. And mm-hmm. I was like, eh, you know, it's popular. It's probably overrated. I'm like, no. <laughs> is the proper <laughs> amount of rated? It is excellent. It does extremely well. Um, okay. Well, so as far as um, I'm trying to think what, I ha- what hole we haven't gone down so far. Rabbit hole. We've gone down some rabbit holes. That's for sure. We talked about careers. We talked about likes, dislikes. What's been uh, What's been your favorite class so far? Favorite class. Hmm. Uh, some of the most fun class I've taken is definitely the improv classes. Yeah. You know, those have been fun, and it definitely got the cohort, you know, mm-hmm. more cohesive and having fun and stuff. Because I, I you know. No performing experience and stuff. We know we just we just filmed something and I yeah. was struggling with some lines. <laughs> but it helps once you get you can get out of out of your like into into a comfort zone when you're out of your comfort zone, I guess you could put it. Yeah. Just that kind works. of that get flexible mm-hmm. enough with it that you can flow. Mm-hmm. Um had you had you ever done any improv before that at all? No. Okay. Yeah, you know, been on stage a couple of times, bombed a high school audition for a musical. Oh yeah. I'll remember that always. What was it? What musical? It was Grease. Okay. It was me holding up a sheet of paper with the Greased Lightning lyrics and you know singing uh Grease Lightning da 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 <laughs> it was horrible. I can't remember why I even auditioned. Probably something like, you know, mom says, blah, 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 blah. You should do some extracurriculars. You, like, you seem like you're funny. You should go do it on stage. <laughs> just like, oh. You know, what I did is I did something in middle school, guys and dolls, and no one ever shuts up about it. And I'm like, I had three lines. I was big jewels. And I had three <laughs> lines. To, you know, I nailed them. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Tony, I nailed them. But, Obviously. Because uh, it stuck around for this long. Yeah. Now you need to top that. I don't know. I haven't done anything great since I was 14 years old. <laughs> Your whole pursuit needs to be topping guys and dolls. <laughs> yeah. My whole life. <laughs> I had an eighth life crisis. Now I'm in the quarter life crisis. It's cliche, but, you know, it's fun. Find your way out. I'll find it. I'll swim. <laughs> Sink or swim. Well, if people want to uh, try and track you down on social media, any specific spots they can go for that? Uh, they want to see your writing, see some of, these, some of these uh, sketches you know as what? you if, start to actually shoot them? If for some reason, audience members, you want to check me out, I have a website. Oh. It's andrewogle.com. Ogle is spelled O-G-L-E. That's andrewogle.com. It is you gotta see if you can get Andy only semi too. only semi cringy film reviews have not updated in a while. I'm proud of the writing I have on there, but if you're interested in that, I have a huge number of followers, nearing the half dozen. <laughs> but you know, it's mostly a journaling thing. But you know, fuck it, let's gotta endorse something, right? Yeah. So andrewogle.com, <laughs> check it out. Any other social media? Social media, uh. There's a Twitter, Twitter. Andrew James Ogle, for the full thing. You know, I tweeted a couple times. Come on, be nice. <laughs> follow. Don't I'm not going to spam don't you. Don't tell Twitter to be nice. That, I that's swear when to God, Twitter gets mean. That they'll be mean. You can be mean. Just follow me afterwards. <laughs> Show some pity. Fair enough. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Andy. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Andy. <laughs> no problem. You want to give that line one more time? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, Andy. Oh, I love it. It's excellent. All right, thanks, man. That's a wrap.
That was Andy Ogle. Thanks to Andy and to the Harold Ramis Film School and Second City staff for their help. The song on this week's episode was Straight to Hell by the Great Heights Band off their new album, Rad Pop. Pre-order the album today on iTunes and Google Play before it comes out on April 20th. This show was recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. Filmstudentpod.com has now launched. You can see some of my work, including Craigslist Inc. and Animoji. Please take a look and let me know what you think. See you all next week. Class dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>